0: Get in the cart.
1: Right at us.
2: The best in the business, Roger Cleveland. Can't wait to get
3: back to Chicago in this one.
0: This is Party of Four, a Mistwood Golf Club podcast. Everybody, welcome back into the Party of Four podcast here at Mistwood Golf Club. I'm your host, Ben Hutchison, alongside Andy Michelson. How are you?
2: I'm doing okay. I want to get on the golf course soon. You look pretty bummed out. I am pretty bummed out. It's uh, no real smiling faces around here. It's pretty empty. Just people walking their dogs. We need some golf. We need it fast.
0: And we are properly socially distanced more than six feet apart. That's why we have the two cameras. Well, let's get right to our premier guest of the day. Senior Vice President Calloway in Odyssey Golf, Sean Toulon. You know a thing or two about putters. How are you?
3: I'm doing Fantastic, guys. How are you? Real good, real good.
0: Yeah, you've been a friend of Misswood for quite some time. How are you getting through this quarantine right now?
3: Uh, uh, okay. Um, I'm a a pretty hyper guy to begin with, so uh, getting locked down is uh, is interesting. Um, But we've got tons to do. We've got a lot of work uh, going on, and you know, I'm only six, six minutes from the office, so. Um, we sneak in once in a while, look at some products that are being made and, uh, stuff that comes in. So we're staying busy, I'm ready for it to end.
0: And we've seen Tony on the guitar. Do you ever jump in with the music sessions?
3: (laughs) (laughs) You want no part of music.
2: Yeah. I I, I was going to ask, actually ask, uh, what, what, uh, you were just saying, does this, kind of hamper or get in the way of uh, any type of innovation going into 2021, 2022, that type of stuff?
3: I I, I think not for us. I think for smaller companies it will. Sure. Um, But, you know, thankfully um, we're blessed with um, the success that we've had over the years and the investments that we've made back into the business. So um, feeling great if we ever get started with what we've got.
2: Yeah, I mean for for us, I feel like there's a, a palpable, especially in the state of Illinois, there's a there's a palpable feeling by everyone just just ready to just get released. I mean, everyone wants to to get out there and play some golf, and um, you know, even if it's in its most minimal form, you know, we're we're just chomping at the bit right. to, to get going. I know there's maybe half the states right now are are actually able to to play golf at this point. So um, yeah, hopefully hopefully we can start. Uh, you know, reasonably getting back on the golf course in the next couple of weeks. I mean, for everybody's sake, for the manufacturer's sakes, for the retailer's sake, for the pro shops, I mean, this is uh, this is serious stuff right now.
3: Yeah, it, it really is. I, and I, I feel for you guys. And I talked with Mark Timms today, this morning, um, who's a, just a wonderful retailer, owns Cool Clubs in Scottsdale. And, you know, you think about that, I mean, they're closed down right now. And by the time we get open, which, you know, feels like it's going to be who knows? Hopefully, sometime in May, but maybe June first, it'll be 123 degrees when they open. So <laughs> he's missed everything. So yeah. um, that, that's that's too bad. But anyways, let's uh, just hope and pray, and, and uh, everybody gets through this, and and yeah, and um, uh, we get we get through this, and we get playing some golf.
0: We saw you at the PGA show, and we saw the wonderful line of triple track putters. How long did it take you guys to design that?
3: Do <laughs> you know the answer to that question? <laughs> yeah. I think we do. I just want to share with our listeners.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it took a long time for a group from St. Louis to come up with the idea for the golf ball. Um, you know, and the, the golf ball with the three lines, I think if you look at it, you'd say, well, it's a ball with three lines. That's, you know, whatever, right? But, but there's a real um, interesting science that, that's going on with that golf ball called a vernier acuity. And it's, and it really is the way that your eyes, um, uh, and your brain work together to recognize a pattern and be able to, to, to see alignment in different ways, much improved over a no line at all, as you might imagine, but I got 30% improvement over one line. So when we, um, we had a meeting back in Carlsbad with this group that had, uh, that owned the technology that we were interested in licensing, licensing it and, uh, So we were up in Chip's office, and we decided we were going to do it. And as I was walking down to my office, which is about, a, would say, a 50-second walk, um, I called Austin Rollinson and Luke Williams, both guys that I work with on the Odyssey team, said, Austin, bring a two-ball head. Luke, bring two Sharpies and a ruler (laughs) uh, and meet me in my office. And literally in 45 seconds, uh, I had drawn the triple track on the putter, and we were ready to go.
2: It's like the greatest story ever. And it could be one of the, I mean, it could be one of the, literally the most impactful putter designs since the two ball. And you guys did it in I 45 know, I seconds. I, I truly believe that's <laughs> going to be one of the, I mean, unfortunately with obviously how this year started, but I mean, I think it's in talking to, you know, different folks that are, you know, very passionate about putting different instructors and things. I think this is as much of a game changer, literally, as the two ball. I think it's one of the, the biggest innovations in the last 20 years as far as, you know, alignment goes yeah, and everything well, else.
3: Uh, I, I couldn't agree more, Andy. You know, um, I did uh, a podcast with a, with a uh, professional from South Florida, David Armitage. I'm sure you know him. Mm-hmm. A wonderful teacher. And he said the same things. It's just, you know, it, it's totally um, uh, revolutionized the, the, the way he's teaching. And uh, the results that he's seeing with his students have been great. So I think we're going to see that. I saw it when I was with you guys at Mitzwood, um doing all those putter fittings this summer. That's, um, that's really where we started um, working with the ball a lot. And then I came back, um, and I remember t- telling Chip, um, this, this triple track putter and ball combination is just going to blow people away because it's such a need. Almost nobody aligns well, and when I say they don't align well, I'm being very polite because what I should be saying is they're horrible at alignment. But and it's not Hor- horrific. I'll, golfer, I'll back you different. up on that. Horrific. Yeah, I mean <laughs>
2: horrific. I agree.
3: <laughs> yeah, and it's, what and what this does, um, you guys, is it gives the golfer, um, it gives the golfer a process, and um, that they can get up over a putt and do things the same way. Um, and it gives them a really good guidepost. And I think from there, um, the improvement just happens so quickly. And I saw it working with the, with the golfers at Misswood, and I, I, I just think you guys are going to have a lot of fun once we get on the greens and start w- really working with it. Absolutely.
0: Sean, I think we see so many of the premier good golfers out there use these types of things. But for me, who's probably a 12, 13 handicap, this could dramatically change my game for the positive as well.
3: Oh gosh, without question. I think it's, um, you know, when you look at, at how we can improve our game, um, you know, it, it, it would not be, you know, when you think about your 13 handicap, how many times do you three putt in a round? It's, it's a lot, right? Absolutely. And then you think of a tour player, um, you know, they, they might go 72 holes with maybe zero or one or two. And if we can help them a little bit, that's a lot. But for us, we can improve you know, three or four shots in 18 holes. That's massive. Um, and I think we're really going to see this. And, you know, the only drawback that people, when they see it, they think it takes a long time to do to, you know, to line it up. Uh, and I you know, not really tongue-in-cheek say it takes a lot less time to one putt or two putt than it does to three putts.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So let, let's, let's hop into Maverick. Uh, what, uh, what's got you guys excited about that?
3: Well, Number one, I would say the ball speed, um, is, and the gains there are very real. Um, and I would say Maverick got off to a, a good start, not a great start. Um, we were a little bit late this year getting parts to our tour players and, um, but as we started to get, um, the, the clubs in the bag of, of professionals and then people started going out and getting fitted as they do now with, you know, all the things that you offer at, um, at Misswood. Um, all the the diagnostic equipment and getting to see the ball, ball speed gains and the consistency really of the spin rate across the face. Um, Our sales were just skyrocketing. So we went from, you know, doing really well out of the gate to being a dominant number one, right before the whistle blew. So, uh, and that's all based on performance. That's we're excited about that. And then on top of all of that, Andy, the sound and the feel of this driver is just so good. Which I think has really been something that uh, you know, we felt like we could we could improve upon and I think with this we just did.
2: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: What are you most looking forward to once we can really get back into things and things return to normal?
3: I just can't wait for people to get outside and you know, growing up in the Midwest like you guys, um you know, I'll never forget the first day in March, you know, there's still snow on the ground when all of a sudden something happened and it was 67 degrees and people were basically walking around downtown Madison naked, uh, so <laughs> excited about uh, being outside. And, and, uh, and then when it, all the snow melted and you could get out there and play golf, I mean, it was just such a liberating feeling. And, you know, to have that taken away right now, you um, Granted, you know, it's still early, very early in the season. So if we can get out there in May, I, I know we like to play in April. The weather is usually not all that great. But in May and June, it starts to be fantastic. So um, just getting out and, and spending time with all of our friends, um, I think, is uh, is something that we all have, are, are really longing to, to experience again.
2: Sean, you've been a great friend of Mistwood, and we uh, can't thank you enough for uh, for coming on the show.
3: Thank you, guys. Yeah. Stay safe and, and healthy, and uh, I, uh, I'll i see you hopefully sometime in June. Awesome.
0: Sean Toulon, I could talk to him all day. What a nice guy, and he's happy to share all of his knowledge with everyone else.
2: Yeah, he's awesome. I've known Sean for six years now, and the, the passion that he has for product is unmatched in the industry. That It's so infectious. When you talk to Sean about you know the newest and latest and greatest product coming out, he has that same vibe that you have as a, as a consumer, right? Like, oh, man, I can't wait to hit that new this or new that. He is that same guy. I mean, he's been, he's been in the business now for over 25 years. He's been with various companies, leaders in the industry, and every time a new product comes out, he is just giddy as can be, and that is infectious, and that's why he's one of my favorites in the business.
0: And always willing to talk to us. So let's talk about... Mistwood and what's happening here? I know you've had a lot of the pros, the maintenance staff out there. We're still getting ready for golf.
2: Yeah, we're we're still getting ready for golf. the f- The focus uh, has been, uh, even as we talked about in the last podcast, the focus has been on the uh, 30th of April. So, um, you know, we're still under that assumption that we're uh, okay to play golf on May 1st, uh, and everything we're doing operationally is is centered around that. Um, on the golf course, we're we're doing all the maintenance the Course looks phenomenal. Uh, greens are in great shape. The fairways are in great shape. Divots are filled. Um, ball marks are all, all healed and fixed. And the course is in, in really fabulous shape. And then on on the operations side, uh, we're going through all of the little things uh, to ensure that we open in a very safe environment. We haven't got um, from the governor's office or the Allied uh, Golf Associations of Illinois. We haven't gotten clear guidance yet on what uh, what our opening um, either the date is going to be for sure or what type of guidelines we have to open under, but uh, we're, we're running through a di- couple of different scenarios of, of, of what it has to be ultimately to make sure that the customer is as safe as possible and our staff is as safe as possible. It may be with carts. It may be walking only, um, you know, things like in the original provision, the pro shop was closed because it was part of the clubhouse. Will the pro shop be open in the new, new provision? And if so, how does the pro shop need to look? And if not, can we sell goods kind of like a sidewalk sale out in front of the pro shop? There's a lot of different uh, things that we have to consider from an operations standpoint um, that makes it a little bit more complicated um, than than other seasons uh, going into it. Um, you know, junior lessons, now that school is canceled through uh, the end of May, how does that work? And and, and all of those different things that, that we have to get a little bit more guidance from, and we're wait, waiting on a little bit more guidance from, but things that we're prepared for, things that we're going to have to adjust to. Um, it, it's it's really – I know the president didn't want to say that we have to get used to a new normal, but for golf in 2020, it's going to be a new normal. Hopefully it's 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 gone by 2021 and we can do all our same events at the same timing and everything else. I mean, events, for instance. I mean, some of our, our best events happen during the summer or even early in the year when you talk about either member events or – the outside events the stars and stripes i mean that's that's a legacy event we've had for over 20 years and you know can we have that is it responsible to have that many people in the same spot 2 months from now i i would think so but you know this is where we just just need some more guidance but we're we're preparing for all of those situations uh, accordingly
0: i think everyone just misses what happens at mistwood this time of year whether it's the weddings or the private events or just seeing the golfers out there enjoying the game that we all love. So that's been kind of hard for everyone.
2: Yeah, I, I, you know what? Actually, a, a day that I really enjoy every year and, and you know most people <laughs> would think, really, is the member orientation day. So we, we normally uh, would have had that actually last Saturday, uh, the 18th. And it was kind of a bummer. Instead, I'm in my yard raking leaves and hammering in my fence where normally I would have 25 – 30 different people um, looking at us, excited about getting the year going. These are a lot of new members, and um, just just the excitement there, that's, that's always so palpable, and, and we try and make that day as special as possible, and it's a lot of fun for us to to put on. Didn't happen. So, um, like, things like that will get, we'll get pushed back. Do we even have it? Is it responsible to have that type of gathering? You know, all, all those things we have to, to have a consideration over.
0: And I know you actually did a little bit of a research mission. You headed over state lines.
2: Uh, Yeah, I won't specify the golf course or the state. um, But honestly, I wanted to play a round of golf under uh, what I think the provisions will be um, as we open. So I did go play a round of golf. Um, It was a foursome of golf. It was walking only. um, And I scrutinized the entire round. I was looking at all the opportunities that – you know, we're out there to actually uh, not be responsible social distancing, and, and honestly, I, I couldn't find it. You know, w- when you're on the green, there's v- virtually no time that you're within six feet of each other because um, your putts are coming from different angles. Um, we did play inside of four feet with gimmies, uh, so, so those are the types of things you can, you can pick that ball up. Uh, this particular course went with a foam pool noodle uh, in the cups, Worked just fine. The ball actually would enter the cup. If it was at the appropriate speed, it would enter the cup. It would stay in the cup, but at least half of the golf ball was exposed. So at no time was I touching the grass, the rim of the cup, uh, or the pin. I was only touching the golf ball, uh, pulling that out of the hole. Um, as far as uh, tees go, uh, garbage cans, rakes and bunkers, this course had removed all of those things, and those were some of the things that we were uh, talking about removing and and under the, the last order that we had when we were looking to open on the 27th of March. Um, so literally from start to finish, this course did it extremely responsibly. Um, you know, and the, it was, it was fine. I, honestly, it was, it was a nice walk. I'm beat. It was a lot of exercise. I actually did that today. Um, it, it, it was just nice. It was nice to get out and, and, as I said before, and and we had a nice article written in the Daily Herald kind of making the case for golf and and a couple nice quotes. I truly believe as much physical, there's also that huge mental component to it too. I mean, to, to get out of the house and play golf was it was just awesome. It felt it felt great. It was probably the best I've felt in in months. I mean, I love being around my kids. I love being around my wife, but I love being on the golf course too. And and there's something to that, uh, not only for me, but there's millions of people in Illinois that are, are either sitting at home or unfortunately uh, having to cross the borders right now to place safe golf. But as far as, um, you know, the, the states surrounding us, I, I've heard only, only very good uh, preparation plans being done. And uh, it seems like they're presenting a, a pretty safe product out there for golf. And, Minnesota, I think it opened on Saturday. Wisconsin's opening this Friday on the 24th. Indiana's been open this whole time, presenting very responsible golf, not to mention probably having their best April they've ever had, ever, because of so many uh, Illinoisans going across the border to play golf. Um, So, yeah, I I really have, have nothing negative to say about my experience. Um, I thought it was very, very responsibly done and a very good role model for um, what Illinois can do uh, going forward. I mean, we we were very socially distanced. I think the tea time intervals were 15 minutes. Um, so you're not within, you're literally not within 300 yards of the next group. And it was really, really well done.
0: It is very interesting. And I think one thing is certain, we all miss golf and someone that conveyed that extremely well Our superintendent Ben Kelnoffer. I want to show you his message to the golfers out there.
1: We miss golf just like you do. There's something special about waking up with the birds, the sound of sunrise, a glow over the greens. In a world where routines are off, our lines remain precise. Mowers meticulously move fairway to fairway. While we prepare the course for play, you're at home, mapping out your strategy. What yardage, which club, you want to see the ball fly towards the pen. So do we. That feeling, that memory, that shot to tell your friends about, It's here. It just hasn't happened yet. Stay safe, stay healthy, and see you when golf returns.
0: The feels. They're there. Yeah, absolutely. Let's hope golf is right around the corner. For the PGA, they just announced the weekend of June 11th, their first event back, no spectators.
2: Yeah, no spectators, I think, for the first four events, right? Um, I think this is – great i mean golf golf can be done as we've talked about on a local level golf can do, be done in a, a very responsible way uh interesting thing will be how they treat the flag sticks i mean i know that's a huge sticking point in this whole thing as far as uh um, contact goes uh there really shouldn't be any other contact points that i can think of that would be a problem um would be the, the cups and the pins uh, obviously they're not going to open with foam noodles in the cups <laughs> Uh, there's a little bit too much money on the line, but uh, I'm sure there's going to be some type of measure to make sure that they're they're being responsible and, and sanitizing and such. Um, interesting that they're starting in in Texas, which um, doesn't seem to be as hard hit as places like like us in Illinois. Uh, it's also going to be a lot warmer down there um, in the you know 85 90 uh, degree range. So uh, possibly, obviously, the virus will be tapering off. Tapering off. Uh, pretty significantly by then, so hopefully hopefully, it can kind of look like a pretty pretty normal tour event.
0: And I know they're one of the first, if not the first, major sport to announce when they'll be trying to come back. I know baseball said we're going to do an abbreviated spring training and try to work into it over a two-week period, but it'll be nice to see some sports on TV. I know we both watched the last dance in the Bulls. Oh, that was great. <laughs> a little sidetracked, but amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was, that was amazing. I mean, some of the stuff you forget about as a kid, I was – uh, fifteen at the time. You know, when the, when this whole thing happened, 15, 16 at the time. So I w- really wasn't uh, as interested in the bulls uh, as much as I was girls and such. So, uh, <laughs> so you're you're seeing some stuff that maybe you missed as a as a kid, but so cool. And, and just just the fact that you're getting the, the raw emotions of the players and such. I mean, it's such. I can't wait. I, I I'm gonna probably go back and watch uh, episode one and two.
0: One of the parts which I might totally be nerding out about was the golf portions of it. He golfed with Danny Ainge, who they're playing in the playoffs <laughs> yeah. the night before a playoff game. And who knows, just those, he's mic'd up. Are they throwing money around, the bets, yeah. the trash talk? I want to see all of that video.
2: Yeah, Jordan, Jordan's a legend for having crazy bets out there. Um, I mean, he was not playing unless there was juice on the line. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he was notorious for that stuff. And i was a story where he bought Scottie Pippen a set of clubs when he first came to the team, and Scottie Pippen basically thought that he was buying them so that then he could get better at golf to then have to bet against Michael Jordan. I thought that was pretty funny.
0: So many great storylines <laughs> in there. Well, we started a new segment last podcast called Get to Know a Pro. This week, Mr. Dan Phillips, who's been with Mistwood for a really long time since before the beginning, Yeah, let's listen to his Get to Know a Pro. Hey everyone, another round of Get to Know a Pro, this time with Director of Teaching and Player Development, Dan Phillips. How
4: are you? Great, great. Well, great as I can be the way things are going, but uh, well, it's a nice day today. I, we'd love to be playing golf, but uh, you know, it's, uh, this is something we have to do to, uh, to keep everybody safe, and, and I understand it, and you know, God bless us all. We're working hard to keep everybody in, uh, safe and Anything we can help to keep you in good spirits is great.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you've been at Mistwood
4: since before the beginning. Just what's so special about it? You know, Mistwood, when we opened it, we did, we did some things pretty well, you know? Um, But when Jim took over, Mr. McWethy, that's when everything really started to flourish and, and move. And It's a combination of the owner and the beautiful things that he's done for us. I mean, the clubhouse, what he's done to the golf course, the um, uh, just the the rock work. I mean, everything that he's done, he's given us the tools to have the most amazing place that you could imagine. It's kind of like a a Disneyland for golf, you know, and and then you add that with the people. And it's it's, the people that we have, our, our members and the people that come out and play. Are, are just incredibly nice people who really love the game of golf. Um, and, and that tells from, from even the teaching, you know, cause I, I get to meet these people, you know, are, uh, the players here and, and our members and everyone, I get to know them through teaching, but also just seeing and come into the golf course and being able to talk to them. And I think they, they seem to appreciate it as much as we do. And then you put the, our staff together um and it's a, it's an incredible staff and and all the way up from the the people who are running this place now you know our general managers and director of golf i mean they started working in the trenches here when they were when they were younger like you know in high school and it, and now they're they're just running the place and they they know it i mean they know it from ground up to to the top so when you when you have a bag kid or a, a beverage card or anything i mean they they know about it. They've done it, you know, they've seen it and they just get it, you know, and it makes me proud of, of being at a place that, you know, I've been at for 22 years and I'm proud of everything that's happened here. I'm proud of, I'm proud of what Jim has done. I'm proud of what our staff has done. And when, uh, a member or a guest or anyone who comes out and plays the golf course and to see the smile on their face and to see how much they're enjoying themselves. I mean, that's the payoff, right? There's the payoff.
0: And can't wait to get back to that point too. So you're passionate. What do you love about teaching?
4: Wow. Um, yeah, that lights me up. Teaching lights me up. Um, it's the reason why I got into business to begin with. Um, I started late, I mean, I started uh, my first lesson, I was 24, um, before that I was playing baseball, playing baseball in college, and semi-pro, and all that stuff, but then, um, took my first lesson at 24, and turned pro at 31, and the reason behind it was just a love of the game, but also a love of the golf swing. I mean, it, it's, to me, it's like the ultimate puzzle to figure out, you know, because everybody's different and not everybody swings the same way. So when you can get someone um, to hit a golf ball that and they hit it on a sweet spot and they turn around and take a look at you and, and the look on their face of doing something that they never thought they physically could is the most amazing feeling you'll ever have.
0: I would agree with that. I've probably been there before after taking the- a yeah. yeah, you have. <laughs> For sure. So do you have a, a proud golf accomplishment, whether it is seeing someone's face light up or just personally?
4: Um, you know, per- I've, I've lived through my students. Um, I really have. I've always been the one that I'd rather have a student shoot 64 than myself shoot 64 um, or 62 or 78 or whatever it is. Um, I mean, I've had, I've had kids go downstate, you know, I've had kids in college, I teach professionals. Um, I, I've, I've had the opportunity to teach some of the best players and someone who's never picked up a golf club before. So it's tough. I mean, you live with their accomplishments and sometimes you you know, when they're not playing as well and stuff, it, it hurts you. It hits you, you know, and, and you just really want them to enjoy the game, have fun with the game, and being able to accomplish something that, um, that I think, hopefully, deep down, they know they can do. And if they don't, I want to make sure they know that. I want to make sure they know that they can, do any, they can do and be anything in this game with, yeah, some lessons and some practice, but it's all possible. Any – Shot that sticks out to you, whether it's in competition or just playing with friends. I've been able now. I mean, my son is uh, just graduated high school, he played some high school golf, and I've really enjoyed playing golf with him. And for some reason, when I play golf with him, I just light it up. I don't know why, maybe it's just something, but now will be under par. I'm with him the rest of the day, I mean, we have 78, 79, 80, something. I play with him, boom, I'm two, 300. I was a little over 300 yards on a par five coming in and I took out my three wood and I hit it green high just off the, uh, I mean, just off the green. So I hit this three wood, basically 300, maybe a little over 300 yards. Um, I don't know. Maybe the sprinkler head, whatever. Oh my gosh. Just seeing him see this. It's like, you know, I'm 60 years old. And it's like, Hey, dad's still a superhero. You know, you can still do some things that, that other people can't. So that was, that was pretty cool.
0: That is a special moment. Best club in the bag. Is there one that you really just you love?
4: You know, it's one of those things that I never want to have a uh, a club that I consider to be my my favorite because I want all of them to be my favorite. You know, I want my three to be my favorite, I want my driver to be my favorite, I want my putter to be my favorite. Um, because I don't ever want to pick up a club and go, Oh, really? Well, ooh, it's a three iron, it's a five iron. I really don't hit that well. So I I know maybe it's just my teacher thing too, but I want every club to be my favorite club in the bag. All right. We'll accept it. Hey, favorite hole at Mistwood. Um, I'd say 15, uh, par five, uh, around the lake. Uh, the drive there is, is, I mean, it's risk reward and how much you want to cut off. And, if you hit it over, I don't care how many, how good you are or not. But when you hit it over, you're still going to feel great. I mean, there's still. You could play a million rounds of golf. You could be a pro. You can be. You can be whatever. But when you hit it over there, there's just a great feeling. And sometimes you don't. second shot is one of the toughest approach shots you'll ever see in golf. Uh, you don't have a lot of room. If you lay up, there's not a lot of room. There's more room if you try and go. Further to the uh, green, there's more room. It opens up. But now you've got three wood in your hands, three iron, something like that. So the risk-reward there is, is just it's, – it's, it's amazing. Then you're a, you're a wedge in or, you know, if you play it right and you get lucky, you know, sometimes you can reach it in two um i have eagled that home many times and i have put the uh old ball in the pocket many a times and saying uh, i'm going to 16 now so it's, um the risk reward and the, just the it's kind of exciting you make that turn you get into the 15 and you know some people starts at 13 some 14 some 12 15 really starts to be like oh my gosh this is this is where it's happening right here
0: it's an adventure every single time i love talking golf with you I love golfing with you. Hopefully we can do that sooner than later. Thanks for
4: joining me, Dan. You got it. Stay safe, everyone, and uh, hope to see you all soon.
0: It's so much fun to just talk with the golf pros here. There's so many stories, so much golf love. Yeah. And you've known Dan a long time.
2: Yeah, I've I've known Dan now for 22 years, and, and there is – you know, we talked about the passion with Sean Toulon – Dan Phillips is every bit as passionate when it comes to golf swing. He wants to see every student get better. He grinds over it like, (laughs) I want to, I want to make sure that student gets better each and every single time. You know, I love to talk to Dan about my own golf swing. Uh, He is such a student of the game and, and just again, that passion is is infectious. And um, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll love to talk golf swing. You ever want to talk golf swing? Dan Phillips is your guy. I might be 1A, but Dan Phillips is definitely your guy.
0: Just make sure you have an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's going to talk, and it's going to be all stuff you're going to need to know, but it'll take some time. And so now, with golf, we're hoping it's around the corner. We'll keep everyone posted as things progress, hopefully. And we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a heck of a season whenever we get going.
2: Absolutely. You guys will know when we know.
0: Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time.
2: Get in the cart. Right at us. the best in the business. Roger Cleveland.
3: Can't wait to get back to Chicago in this one.
0: This is Party of Four, a Mistwood Golf Club podcast.